Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. friends to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna and today I am here with the amazing May Davis. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm so glad you're able to join us today and you're staying warm in the uh, cold Canadian winter. You got it. Yeah, I'm upstairs. <laughs> got a fire going. It's can't be can't be better than this. <laughs> well, I can try to send some warm weather up. I'm not sure if I'll get there, yeah. but you know, I can meanwhile to do so. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, so tell, we like to start off with the most difficult question ever. Hit me. Who is Mae Davis? Oh, that is hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great question. Who is Mae Davis? Mae Davis is a uh, evolution of a singer songwriter. Uh, a couple years ago, I changed my artist's name um, to reflect this kind of evolution of more blues gritty kind of music that I've been starting to do um so she is a I love talking about her in a different person perspective but uh (laughs) yeah she she is a go-getter whiskey cigar loving um outlaw folk musician who um lives in the mountains in British Columbia and gets a lot of her inspiration from from that, this very transient town and a beautiful community and a very supportive community, which has been great. So, um, yeah, May Davis is just simmering in support, which is lovely. So, uh, yeah, she's a bit of a, I don't even know what you call her. She likes to sing and, and play for people. <laughs> oh, I love the description. Oh, <laughs> so let's talk about most recent release because we want to get straight to it. Totally. Back pocket. Back pocket. Yep. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that this song is out there. I uh, I wrote this song years ago based on a, a love story I had, a small town love story. I grew up in a very small community in uh, Southern Ontario and uh slim pickings i always say in terms of the finding partners and things like that so i had this uh, lovely partner in high school and we parted ways when i went to university and you know years later we kind of we connected at a friend's cabin and we just got to talking and he was like do you think we would have been happy if we stayed together all those years ago and i was just like no bro no i don't think we would <laughs> I've grown so much. I'm a totally different person than I was when I was in high school, as we all grow, we all evolve. So the song, it definitely has that that theme of evolution, um, growth over time, how we kind of change. And it's it's told by the perspective of of the of the female in this uh in this song. And there's a couple uh little details in the tune, like you know, like a little tarnished locket and you know, just keeping this idea of a fantasized love story 
in your back pocket and kind of holding it there and in the hope that maybe one day it'll reopen again. That's beautiful. I love it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I'm glad that you brought up the inspiration behind it because that was my going to be my next question. So ah, I beat you to it, Donna. I, I know you're just like right on the ball right here. I'm just like slacking off, you know, like I have some questions I want to ask you and you're just like going and I'm like, okay, so, so yeah, <laughs> you're good. Doing, you're doing great. <laughs> so tell me, yeah, who are some of the women that inspire you? Oh man, there's, there's no shortage of women that inspire me in music. Um, I think first and foremost, my mom, she's an amazing singer. Uh, she gigs more than I do. Uh, so she she definitely keeps the musical flame in our family alive. Um, and songwriters, uh, singers, vo female vocalists. I love Nora Jones, Janis Joplin. Joni Mitchell was one of my first um, influences when I was a teenager, learning how to play guitar. Um, so she, she was a big one for me. Stevie Nicks, like I love Grace Slick. Nancy Sinatra, like Amy Winehouse, the, the list just goes on and on. But I think those are my top 10. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I'll, I'll start that next time. Tell me your top 10 women. Yeah. Top 10. Yeah, for sure. Just tell me one person. I'll give you 10, Donna. Giving you 10. <laughs> it's all good. All good, man. Oh. So what does the rest of this year look like as far as new releases is, is this back pocket can be the only new release or are you planning on doing some more yeah i've got uh i've got a couple more tunes to come out so i uh i have a song called oceanside coming out in march april and then i've got uh black widow it's my blues song that also has a corresponding music video and that's coming out in may uh, I'm really excited about that. We filmed that at a heritage town just west of Revelstoke. Uh, so it's pretty dark. It's all about like female empowerment in the face of, you know, adversity, abuse, all the things. Um, and it's, I'm really excited. It's going to be a really amazing start to 2023. I'm really, really stoked about it. And I've got some great support from Creative BC. They're, um, they're a big support of music and musicians in British Columbia um so they've been supporting this project so i'm really really thrilled to have them on board but yeah we've got uh we got some more songs coming at you in the new year definitely excited good stuff yeah. me too thanks <laughs> <laughs> well would you like to do our 13 crazy questions oh my gosh yes okay it used to be 20 but we had to cut down to 13 it was too weird some of them were like <laughs> did i just ask that before so i was like yeah we're cutting it down so let's do it. Tell me, do yeah. you have any guilty pleasure music? Ooh, yes. Old school hip hop. Nice. Nice. And any in particular that's like today was on your playlist that. Ooh, I don't know. I really, I listened to uh, my friends, a local DJ in town, Dalla Hills. And I, I listened to a lot of her mixes and they have some really good, like, it's like this beautiful flavor of like, you know, 80s, 90s hip hop, some reggae, some kind of good feeling, get you out of bed in the morning kind of kind of vibe, which I love. I think I should set that as my new alarm. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So finish this statement. Today, my favorite song is. 
Oh, today my favorite song is Roll On My Friend by Ferris and Jason Romero. Beautiful. Yeah. What are the top two concerts you've ever attended? Ooh, um, oh, I love these questions. I would say uh, Gillian Welch and David Rawlings in San Diego and, um, ooh, I'm going to say Don Tyler Watson and Paul Delorier at the Mount Tremblant Blues Festival. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Will you tell us or recommend for us music that we need to listen to before we die? A couple artists, maybe an album. Oh, I love this. Um, I really... I, I think like Ferris and Jason Romero are two of my, uh, like my favorite little group duo um, going these days. I also really love, uh, it's a, two friends of mine. They're in a band called a million dollars in pennies. They're from Vancouver. Um, they're just, they're a couple that write and record the most beautiful, uplifting, um, poetic music. So if you don't know a million dollars in pennies, check out, uh, check out their music. And um I really like, uh, I'm a big rock and roll blues person as well. So I've been really getting back into the band free and, uh, and also listening to the band as well. The classic, the band. So check out, check out those old classics. If you uh, return to them, if, if they're on your regular rotation. How beautiful. Tell me something on your bucket list. Oh, my bucket list. I really want to spend a year in the Yukon. That sounds interesting for sure. Very different from Florida. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I always joke about it's always hot here and I, I miss the cold, but like, that's too cold for me. Like there's that happy median of cold where, you know, from, like 50 to 75, like that is like the ideal cold for me. Cause I can throw on jeans, a sweatshirt, maybe shorts and a sweatshirt, maybe, you know, maybe a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, that kind of weather. So totally. Well, it's funny. My on my bucket list. If you asked me last year this time, I would say uh, to play at the Caslow Jazz Festival. But I did that last summer, so I can take it off of my list. But the Yukon is my new bucket list. Awesome! And don't forget to add more things to your bucket list. You know, you can never Oof. have too many things. And always How much add time, more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Uh, if we make a movie about your life tomorrow, who would you want to play you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, who would I want to play me? Uh, I would say, oh, that's a really hard question, Donna. Um, I would say Evangeline Lilly. Let's say her. She's Perfect. great. She's badass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now this next one might be a little difficult. I'm not sure because I've heard some really great answers on this. Do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? <laughs> uh, hopefully by the time that comes around, that time comes around, uh, I will be living on an off grid farm in the middle of the bush and I will be a absolute master of martial arts and 
um, firearm usage. So I'm feeling pretty confident about about the zombie apocalypse, Donna. And uh, I'm also an aspiring beekeeper. So uh, I will train my bees to attack all all zombies that approach uh, my little my little off grid farm. So I'm pretty pumped. I'm ready for it. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I, I had another Canadian tell me that they were going to go to mountains or whatever. And I was thinking yeah. when you said the Yukon, I was like, wait, it's snowy there and they've never seen zombies in a snow movie. I'm like, I'm going to think of it. You're right. They're always in like tropical climates or I don't know, wherever, dry climates yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, they've never, totally. I've never really seen in snow. It's so funny because we uh, in Revelstoke, we don't plan for the zombie apocalypse we plan for the dam breaking so we have a massive mm. hydroelectric dam in town so that's that's kind of the coffee house conversation you'll hear is like where will you go when the dam breaks and it's like we actually won't have any time <laughs> so <laughs> it's a running joke in revelstoke is where are you gonna go and how are you gonna survive when the dam breaks so yeah that's <laughs> zombie it's a good challenge for me donna thank you yeah you're welcome <laughs> Tell me something you would never do. Ooh, I would never jump into a pit with snakes. That's a good one. Well, not that that was ever voluntary, but if it was. <laughs> I feel some word survivor show coming up here. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's nightmare. Nightmare status for me. So hypothetically, if I called you up and said, hey, May. I have a dead body. I need to hide it. Do you know the place? Well, we were just talking about potential arrests earlier today. So uh, do I know a good place? I don't, I don't know. Where would I hide it? I've never thought of that before. Uh, probably, you know, there's a lot of nooks and crannies in the mountains here. So I think it depends on access as, as most things do around here. Um I could probably I could probably show you a couple spots if you come down to visit. <laughs> All right, it sounds like a plan. <laughs> I don't want to give any anyone you know away my hiding spots in Revelstoke. They're pretty sacred. Right, right. So it's it, it's near the electric hydroelectric dam, right? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just put them in the water, and I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, that's great. Tell me something. You're afraid of. I think I kind of got that from snakes. So, but still, anything else? Yeah. Huh. Other than snakes, um, oh, I feel like large spiders are also a big fear. And I, I really, I, I have a moment. There's always a moment. I'm getting better about being on planes, but there was a moment in my life where I was terrified about being on a plane. I'm getting a lot better at that. But there's a point at the at the takeoff and especially the landing where I'm like, okay, buckle down. Things are happening when I'm in the air. Totally fine. Nothing, nothing bad could pretend could ever happen up there, but it's always the takeoff and the landing that I'm like, Oh God, this is bad. Um, yeah. I think, you know, what would be worse? Massive snakes on a plane right there. Ma oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Two of my fears combined. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't don't be traveling on some of these international flights for sure. I mean, U.S. and Canada, I'm thinking you're okay, but you know some of the other ones that you you know, like in Florida here, I don't know where they came from in Miami. They're like, yes, there is a snake found on a plane. I'm like, really? Who's bringing snakes on the plane? Like, you're crazy. 
That's wild. Samuel Jackson's bringing snakes on a plane. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, so would you go to karaoke with me? Absolutely. You might regret that. No. In a heartbeat, I'd go for sure. <laughs> What's your go-to karaoke song, I, Donna? I don't really have a go-to karaoke song. I don't really get, go. Yeah, no, I, I try not to sing actually because, you know, I'm kind of tone deaf and I may not be as bad as like, you know, if we're on like the American Idol scale of like William Hung to Carrie Underwood, I could probably fall in the middle. Like I could carry a tune. Yeah, but, yeah that's yeah, good. I just, uh, <laughs> yeah, there are so people that we, we love to hear sing and there are people that are like, okay, you can sing. It's okay. You can try, go for it. You know, like that's, I'm, I'm in that range where I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not like, everyone's going to hey, pay me to sing. Hey, like, no, you. they're going to pay me to not sing. They're going to be like, here, let's let person sing. Here, I'm paying 20 bucks. Let them sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> that's great so if you could be any person uh janice joplin dolly parton or a positions uh ceo president prime minister mm -hmm. who or what would you want to be for the day and why oh for the day okay um that's a great question i feel like i would be Oh, it's so hard. Um, I would like to be the president of uh, a massive music festival. And I would put silent DJs in every single corner to appeal to different groups of people. Like we'd have a rock and roll silent disco and like a kid's silent disco. And then we'd have like a soul R&B silent disco. And we'd just have like all these quiet little pockets because sometimes music festivals can be very overwhelming with sound and like lots of visual and things like that. And I think I love silent discos. It's like my favorite place to hang out um, at a festival is because it's pin quiet in there and it's just the most weird, eerie, cool thing. So I think I would be the yeah president or CEO of, of music festivals, Canada. And I would, I would put silent discos in every corner. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so do you have any words of wisdom you'd like to share or that you live by oh words of wisdom life is short you can't take it with you live it up yeah mm -hmm. i love that yeah very true short Absolutely true. enjoy that enjoy our time <laughs> so do you have any uh touring coming up or yeah you know, i know we talked about new songs and stuff but do you, what else is going on like what else are you looking forward to this year you know maybe getting a new dog or something i don't know whatever <laughs> i only say yeah. that oh she left me i think she, no she's over there my dog i think left me she was sitting on the other chair over here like hanging out for the interview and then she just got down so that's so funny <laughs> Um, you know, I did a really great tour through the Kootenays last summer, which was so much fun. Um, but I think I'm going to just focus on music festivals this summer and do a little festival circuit. Um, so I'm looking forward to that in, in the summertime and in the fall and attending music festivals as well, because you get a lot of inspiration from from other people's music and and the energy that that comes along with this beautiful package of of everything that's all encompassing music. Um, so yeah, I would like to, uh, I really do want to go back to, uh, Tromblon Blues Festival because that's one of my favorite, most inspiring places. So it always seems to kick, kick songwriting into gear for me. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have a summer of like beach time and like some reconnecting family time. And like, I feel like 
I have, I've had a really busy three years with music, which has been so great. And it's such a passion that I feel like I want to go back to my roots and just jam with my parents and my brother-in-law and like sing with, sing with my family and just, and kind of bring it back to uh, grassroots. But I also want to take that venture to Nova Scotia. I've got some family in Nova Scotia and Spring Hill. So I would like to uh, maybe do a couple East Coast kitchen parties while I'm at it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, so if you make your way to the U.S., you have to make sure you let us know. Um, I know I'll be out on the West Coast for a while this uh, spring, so, summer. Great. So all the way up to Washington, just before Canada, mind you. I'll just Oh, out. you got to just so, a little bit, a couple kilometers north, and it'll be it so fun. You let me know when you get here. <laughs> I will do that. I, I have to get the puppies or their little, um, I think you can get now dog or animal passports or whatever. So oh, I wow. have to do that because, yeah, someone told me that there was like going up and, and, you know, I had a friend that's Canadian and she's like, oh, it was easy because I'm Canadian. But I'm like, OK, but I'm American bringing the dogs back. Is that going to be like an issue? She's like, I, you know, there have been a couple of people that have been issues. I'm like, why? I have all my papers. I'm like, so I'm like, I don't know. So I'm like, so OK, weird. we'll find out when everything is going on and make sure it's OK. Yeah. So totally. we travel with the dogs. And of course, they want to go to Canada, too. You know, they've been to oh, like yeah. national parks and Yellowstone. Absolutely. And, you know, oh, they've seen man. Old Faithful go off. And yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, like kids with fur. Yep, <laughs> totally. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. All right. Well, when yeah. I do get to Canada, I will let you know for sure. Let's I do it. When I get updated. to Florida, I'm giving you a call, Donna. I'm giving you a call. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> we'll go to the beach and we won't swim with sharks. And we'll go to karaoke. <laughs> Yes. yes we'll do <laughs> oh, thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode. Make sure you go check out the links below and follow all of May's socials. And we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.